we are still in the middle of a series called A Little Bit of Wisdom. Because why? A little bit of wisdom does what? It goes a long way. That's right. It goes a long way. And so our kind of theme verse for this series was Proverbs 4-7 that says, Wisdom is supreme. Therefore, what should you do? Get wisdom. That's it. I got TJ with me. I was going to say, though it costs all you have, you want to get that understanding. And uh, if last week, my wife, uh, she shared an incredible message about the life of a learner and a listener. If you missed that, I am telling you, you need to go back and re-listen to it, okay? You might need to listen to it a couple times because uh, there's some really awesome stuff that she had packed in there and uh, that you can check out. But look, we've been taking a look here over a couple weeks at uh, the book of Proverbs. And the fact that if you look at Proverbs, you're going to see that the first couple chapters, the first nine chapters, give or take of Proverbs, are kind of trying to lay out the case for why you need wisdom, why you should get it, and some things that are going to come to you if you do. And then after that, it starts dropping uh, some of these one verses or little segments of, of, of like truth bombs into your life. And so we've been taking a look at some of them and saying, okay, you know, what how, how if we're, we're supposed to be wise people, if we're supposed to get that wisdom, well, how do we do that? What, do we, what are some things that we should be looking at? And so uh, one of the things that you see is uh, there's some stuff in, in, in uh, Proverbs that is kind of reoccurring, reoccurring themes. Not just reoccurring themes in Proverbs, but even throughout Scripture. And, and one of those things is actually what you see in uh, Proverbs chapter 10, right in verse 1. And it actually talks, it kicks off with this notion of honor. And so we're going to spend a few minutes here today with that. And Proverbs 10.1 actually says uh, that a, a wise son, you know, actually brings joy to his father. But a foolish son brings, brings grief to his mother. Because if we don't actually take the time to honor the people in our life and chase after this notion of wisdom, then guess what? We need to actually make sure that we're doing this. Because if not, it, it actually says that we're foolish, that you can bring grief, that you can... You know, there, there's, there's some, some negative signs when we're not wise, when we don't use wisdom. And, and the scripture obviously shares a lot about honor and, and how we should treat others. And when we treat others with honor and using wisdom, then guess what? There's some bonuses that happen to us. You know, guys, guess what? You got you to gotta honor your, your wives. You know what I mean? You got to take the time to really honor and impart that. And, you know, you, it, it, it actually closes out. Listen, Proverbs closes out. In Proverbs 31, 31, with this, it actually says that we should honor her for all that her hands have done and, and let her work, uh, works bring praise but to the city gate. Now, look, I don't have a city gate over to my house, okay? But at the same time, my house, man, I have to honor my wife because I can tell you right now, the Jones household will shut down, folks. It would shut down in a hurry if we, if I did not have my wife. It is one of those things where uh, it, it, it's a no-go situation, right? You know, most of the time she'll call me and she'll ask me some question to do something. I'm just like, I, I, how do I do that? I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm doing, babe. I mean, come on, help me. You got to walk me through it, baby steps, step at a time. You know what I mean? And, and so for us, we, we realize that this notion of, of, of honor has to be something imparted in our lives. In fact, Proverbs 1-7 actually talks about, you know, uh, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, right? And if that's the beginning of wisdom, but you know what it says there also? It says that fools despise it. They despise it. And so if, if the fools despise it, then for us, we've got to figure out what do we have to do to you know, despise, if you don't know, because sometimes we say words, but we don't really like let the, the meanings sink in all that much. Despise is to look down on, to disrespect, to regard, uh, uh, to consider it worthless. 
And so for us, you know, I, I don't want to look around and think that of other people or other things. I don't want to be considered that in my own life. But I really think if you'll take the time today, and, and hopefully this message can sink in a little bit on how much you do or do not honor the people in your life and those around you, that you're going to realize that honor is something that has, should be part of the core of who we are. And here at Discover Church, man, I hope and pray that, that you know, you're helping to see that honor is something that we do here at the, it's part of our core identity of who we are, how we have to honor those around us. We have to honor our Go Team kids. I mean, just uh, our Go Team servers and leaders. You know, listen, just the other week, you know, it was awesome to tell the uh, uh, teams, if you were here a couple weeks ago, we talked about, uh, um, you know, how many people, de- de- uh, Man, I'm getting tongue-tied, Frank. You're gonna have to. You might have to come over here and take the mic away. But we got talking about we got talking about how our our kids, leaders, and teachers. You know, they every week they dedicate time to teaching our kids. And man, y'all got loud and rowdy for them. And I got to say, hey, that you know, they were like, what in the world? We thought something was going on in there. I was like, yeah, that was for you. That was for you guys because we are so we are so excited. We want to honor you for your time, for your effort, for your energy that goes through and, and puts in all into that there. But see, when we honor one another, I think that honoring is going to be one of the things that helps set you and I apart from everyone around. Because if you look around, it doesn't take very much. You can look on Facebook, wherever, watch the news. There's not a whole lot of honor in our culture, is there? In fact, it, it it's really feels like it. Uh, most of the time, it's like a race to the bottom. You know what I mean? It's like who can... Who can outmaneuver and, and, and cut out the other person? And, and so for us, it's one of the things that's going to help set you apart at work, at home, with your kids. It, it's going to be one of the things that sets us apart. So do me a favor. Look at your neighbor and say, you know, I am so honored that you are here with me today. I, I look at, you know, if you're online, type that in. I am honored to be watching with you today. So listen, what, what does it mean, though, to ha- to honor. What does it mean? What does the word honor really mean? One of the things I love is if you look the definition up, it talks about honor is to value something. Honor is to show that it has worth, or in other words, it's weighted, that, you know, it's heavier than something else. You know, you, I wanted to get, I don't have any scales, like any of those cool scales, you know what I mean, to, to, for, for me to shout it, and I couldn't come up with any this week. But, but it, it's one of those things, for us, if we're going to have honor, it has to be a weighted part to who we are. It has to be something that shows through, because if we don't have honor, then what we have is dishonor. And if you look at dishonor, it, it, it the literally, t- t- one of the definitions for dishonor is to take lightly. In other words, it has the lack of weight. It has the lack of, you know, and, and for when we have the lack of, then that means that it's not very important to us. The relationships and the, and, and the people that we talk to, the people you work with, the people at the grocery store that, that go in the 10 items or less and they've got 38 items, you know what I mean? And you're like, I'm about to show you some honor here today. No, that, see, we got to take time though. We have to realize because that honor is going to be what helps to set us apart from other people. So many times, I know you're probably like me, and you're like, man, I so much, I want to have a life of honor. You know, isn't that one of those things? You're like, man, I want people to think that that I do, that I care, because I do care, you know, and we, we want to go through. But the problem is, is that sometimes you, you want that, but you have a lot of people in your life that don't deserve any honor. 
They're the ones that are driving you up a wall or mistreat you or talk behind your back or, 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 or you know. And, and so for us, how do we as Christians, how do we justify this? And I think one of the things that we have to recognize today is that for us, when we, when we honor someone, to start that process, we have to recognize that we're not trying to see them through our eyes, but we have to see that God has a claim on that person. So honor begins with God. We're not honoring people because we think we're so great. We're honoring them because God thinks they're great. God, they are God's son. They are God's daughter. And so for us, we have to figure out how do we make that and how, how do we take them and how do we put that in and instill it as part of our life, as part of our core identity to see them the way that God sees them. You know, one of the things that is awesome about God, okay, and it's, it's also a little scary, okay, it's awesome and scary all at the same time, is to think that we serve a God that can see all the mistakes and ruinous things that you've ever done. And you're like, Pastor Curtis, that's not very awesome. He can see all of it. He's seen all of the stuff that you've done before. He, he can look through, but guess what he also can do? He can also see all the potential and the love and the commitment. And he, see, he looks through your life and he says, look, yeah, yeah, I, I know all this bad stuff can certainly happen. All this stuff can absolutely, but man, you still have such potential. You still have, so, there's so much more to it than that. At the same time, he can see one or the other, and he says, look, I still love you through it all because I am believing in you. I, I know. See, one of the things that I love about God is that God knows what you've done, but he says that that's not who you are. Somebody, you might need to write that down and put that in your mirror in your car today. He knows, he knows what you've done. But that is not who you are. And so for me, I, I think of it, I, I'm a sports guy, okay? And I, I was, was going to steal one of my son's baseball bats this morning, but I thought you all get scared if I start swinging a bat up here, okay? That and I'd probably beat this TV up right now. So, so but I, I want you to imagine, uh, imagine a guy that comes up to bat. He's got his baseball. He gets in the box, and he, he's ready. And, you know, he's standing there, and he's, you know, he's doing his little bouncy thing, right? And, and so one of the things that we do, we like to watch a lot of sports at our house, and we like to play uh, what's, what's going to happen. I don't know if you guys ever do this. Baseball can be a little bit slow sometimes. So every once in a while, you've got to come up with new games. So it's what's going to happen. And then sometimes, you know, you get up there, be like, oh, strikeout's coming. I feel it. Just uh, Strikeout's going to come. And, of course, my son will be like, oh, no, this is a home run right? Third, second pitch, right? Right down the middle, it's going to be a home run all the way. And so we, we, we play back and forth. And this is one of the interesting things, right? In your life, you could get up there and you could be ready to strike out. But God knows at the same time, guess what? You have a home run in you. He knows that you have the capability and the potential. He knows that you have it in you. And he, he says, that's why we're to honor one another, that's why for us, you know, here at Discover Church, we want you to know God in a deeper way. We want you to find freedom so you can walk in the freedom that maybe you've never experienced in your life. We know that, that you have a purpose, and we want you to be able to find, to discover that purpose so we can ultimately all come together to make a difference. Romans 8.30 says this. It says, and those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, guess what he also did? He, he justified. And guess what? Those he justified, he also, he glorified. 
And so when I'm talking about this predestination, I know some of you maybe, uh, according to where your background comes, now I'm not talking like that God has decided that some people go to heaven and some people don't, because I I believe he also gave every single person the opportunity to declare Jesus Christ as Savior, right? But what I'm talking about is is the fact that he knows that the ones ones that are part of this group, the ones that are recognizing Jesus Christ as Savior, guess what? He, He has called you. And not only did he call you, he didn't just call you out of the mess that you're in. He justified you. Not only did he justify you, he's going to glorify you. He's going to equip you for the abilities to go out and to make a difference. We find the second one here. We find that we got to see him through God's eyes. And the second one is that, guess what? When you allow honor to come into your life, honor is going to benefit you. Honor benefits you. Now, you're like, Pastor Curtis, that doesn't make any sense. How does honor benefiting me? Well, I can promise you. Okay, that instead of talking about how incompetent your boss is with the other employees that you work with, if you start figuring out how to honor your boss, not because you want to suck up and you want to brown nose somebody, but because of the position that he has in your life or she has in your life, that if you actually take the time to honor that person, I can pretty much guarantee you that it's going to come through and it's going to shine on you. And all of a sudden, you're going to put your boss who deals with the insecurities and knowing what the, if they're doing the right thing or has to deal with all the junk of all the other people, all of a sudden, they're going to be like, you know, this person's not... I, I, I'm really excited about how this person treats me. It, it, it's amazing to see that it shines through, and that opens some doors up for you. Amen. Not only that, but did you know that honoring is one of the few things, there's, there's some promises that are made in Scripture, right? And honor has a guarantee that comes along with it. It says in Ephesians 6, 2, and 3 that, guess what? Folks, if you honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with promise, it says that, guess what? It may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on this earth. In fact, my grandfather, who was in his 90s, you know, you get those interview people tell you, so, you know, they ask you the question, you know, well, well, how did you, you know, how did you live such a long life? And some of them are like, well, you know, a shot of whiskey a day, you know what I mean? Whatever they say, you know, sometimes they come up with some crazy stuff, you know. One of the things that I, I, I'll never forget, he said this multiple, on multiple occasions. He says, I truly believe that the reason that I've lived such a long life is because I honored my parents. And I was like, man, that is so good. So, Dad, I'm sorry for all the times I didn't honor you. Just know that, you know, it's going to come back. But we find, right, that when we actually do this, and, and, and honor is one of those things we have to recognize, that honor is, is not you know, like respect. See, because we know respect, respect is earned. But see, honor, honor is given. Honor is given no matter what the situation is. You know, I'm not waiting for you to deserve the honor. I'm not going to wait here for you to prove that it's good enough for you. You know, and and I I promise you today that if you want to take time to honor the people in your life, Wives, if you're going to honor your husbands, and husbands, honor your wives. And listen, parents, you're going to honor your children. Now, honor your children does not mean that you can't correct your children, okay? Sometimes we, we get a little bit messed up on that. But you can still honor your children by helping show them the right way. That you can do this for your, your boss, that you can do this for other extended family members. When we, when we allow, if you're going to take the test of honor today, be ready, okay? Be ready. It's going to come. Because it's, it's going to come where you're going to have to take a little bit of a test this week where you're going to have somebody who's going to do something kind of stupid. It's going to flare your attitude up. You know what I mean? One of the things I got to work on honoring, I got to be more honoring when I drive, okay? I, I, 
Okay, I'm not going to go too off the script here, but I won't lie to you. The other week, I've been doing a little bit of uh, driving down in the Rehoboth area. Pray for me. And when I was down there, I, I told my wife one day when I come home, I'd be like, sweetheart, summer's not even started. I'm about to lose it. I'm about to lose it here. Like, I'm trying to show Christ through this, but it's not going good. Like, I'm not feeling very Christ-like right now at all. Honor goes that way, though. You know why honor needs to go that way? Because I got a big old DC sticker on the back of my car. Because I need people to know that if I'm going to declare Christ, then I need to actually do it in all ways. First Peter says this, First Peter 2.13. This is, we don't like this scripture. We always, we want to, we do not want to read this scripture, but we're going to read it today. But it says, submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every authority instituted among men, whether king as a scripture uh, or as supreme authority or to the governors or those sent uh, to him to punish those of you who do wrong and commend those who do right. For it is God's will that they will be doing good. You should silence the ignorant talk of foolish men. You know why he says foolish men? Because what did we say in scripture? Fools despise wisdom. It says live as free men. But don't use your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but live as servants of God. Show proper respect to everyone and love the, brothers, uh, the brotherhood of believers. Fear God and honor the king. Now, some of us in here, we struggle with this. You struggled through COVID and restrictions and mask mandates. Did you know, I, you, maybe you've seen this. I don't know if you've seen, but did you know that in the airline industry, a tax on uh, flight attendants is up like 400% in the past year. And you know why? Because of a mask. Because we can't figure out how to honor another person who didn't even make up the rules, who's literally just trying to do their job and go out there. And, and so for us, we get all upset about it. We want to throw a fit. I got news for you. I don't like a mask as much as the next person. But that's not what Scripture commands us to do. For us, we're supposed to honor this, show the respect. And, and, and for us, listen, this does not exclude the political life. I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're a Democrat, if you're an independent, a libertarian, a Green Party person, or any other, other uh, party that I can't even think of off the top of my head, okay? The fact of the matter is, is you are not called to go out and bash the current or past president. And it's so easy for us to do, isn't it? Because all you got to do is watch the news. You pick a station and that's going to give you the one, the one thing you want to hear and you get to go and you want to share something, some unjustified story that you've seen about some report from, you know, some news network that nobody's ever heard of, right? And, and we want to go out and, and expect people to think that we're showing honor to our leaders or that we're respecting and, and uh, acting like Christ through this. Man. Sometimes, guess what you got to do? Just stop. Just don't post it because it is not honor. It's not life-giving. And my question is, and, and of course, here's, this isn't even my notes. This is, we're going off script. But here's the problem we have to recognize is you have to ask yourself the question, is the political party and affiliation that you're so passionate about, 
worth more or less than somebody else getting to heaven? Because if you think that a political party, which can't solve the problems of this world anyway, is more important than someone's eternity because the second that you, you, you're going to go off on a rail on one way or the other, you're going to help 50% of the people that you know not like you anymore. Guess what? I don't care. Because as far as I'm concerned, I don't care what the Republicans or the Democrats do because I know Jesus Christ is the only one that's going to bring freedom to our country. We have to find ways to honor. I don't know if you've ever watched a movie or maybe experienced like when somebody really shows honor in real life. One of the things, you know, obviously there's the holding doors for people, which is always great to see. I mean, I love it, guys, when guys are, you know, take that time to, to hold the door for whoever's coming through. One of the coolest ones I ever see, I remember, and this has only happened to me a couple times, is uh, I think uh, the fir- one of the first times I've ever seen this was my great-grandmother's funeral in West Virginia. As, as the funeral procession was coming through town and, and, and on its way to the cemetery, I had never experienced this before. But all the cars on the road, everybody pulled over, and they stopped, and they waited. Now, did they know my great-grandmother? They didn't know my great-grandmother. They couldn't have identified her ever, you know what I mean? But it's a sense of honor. And when you experience that, isn't that cool to see? You're just like, wow, that was awesome. Like, that's such an awesome thing. And when you show honor in your life, that's what shines out. People around you who aren't used to that go, wow, look at that. That's, that's so amazing. Romans 12.10, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. And here's what I think is key. It says, honor one another equal as yourself. No, it doesn't say that. Honor one another, honor one another, you know, somebody just a little bit below you. No, 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 no. Above. Place them above is what it says. So how do we do this? Real three quick ways I want to give you here because I love to give you some practical ways to implement some of these things in your life. The first one, three quick ones. Here it is. First one, you got to prioritize people. Now, here's the problem. I don't know if you're like me, but I always feel like I'm running late for everything, okay? Sometimes that's because I am running late for everything, all right? So, it it sometimes, it's hard for, for me to prioritize people when I feel like I'm the most important thing that has to get to wherever I got to get to. So how do you prioritize people? For me, I'm going to be real with you, okay? For me, it's going to be all the people that are trying to drive crazy because they don't know how to drive and trying to cut people off on Route 24, Route 1, 113. You pick the road by being gracious enough to allow them to enter the road and not feel like I'm going to run them off. For you, it might be when you walk in the door and you're in a hurry, but somebody else is coming by. You you stop for just a second long enough to wait and tell somebody, hey, I hope you have a great day today. When was the last time somebody did that? It doesn't happen very often. It says in Proverbs 3, 9, this is out of the message. It says, honor God with everything that you own. You give him the first and the best. And the reason I think that this scripture is important and it, and it proves here a little bit of what, what this implies, is because if we're going to give God, I think that when you take the time and you honor his children, his sons and his daughters, that guess what? You're helping to give him some of the best. 
you are helping, you, you're saying, you know what, God, it's not about me right now, it's about you. I want to be a light to your sons and your daughters right around me here today. The second one, how, how do we do this? We, we prioritize them, then we, we praise them. I don't know if you know this, but honor has a language. And I can tell you right now, I am 100% guilty of this myself, sometimes that the language I use is not very honorful. It doesn't give honor. It doesn't give life. And so for me, one of the things I'm working on is I want to make sure that the words that come out of my mouth are going to instill life. It's going to praise people. It might not even be people I like. It's okay. I'm still going to praise them because I was called to honor. James 3, 9 and 10 says that with the tongue we praise our Lord the Father, but that also with it, what do we do? We curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and curses. My brothers, this should not be. I think the third thing we've got to do, we've got to prioritize, we've got to praise. The third one is protect. Got to stick with the P's here. We've got to protect them. We have to protect what you value. You know, there's an interesting story in the Old Testament about Noah. Noah, of course, he did this great thing. You know, we know Noah built the ark, and, and it was this, this incredible story. But obviously, we know that Noah was a flawed person just like we all are. And if you read the story in Noah, about Noah, you'll find that one time he had too much to drink. And we find that he had dishonored himself. He disgraced himself. You know, he's laying around. He's naked. He just looks ridiculous. And if you read that story, you'll find the difference between honor and dishonor. Because in dishonor, what you find is you find a couple of his kids come in, and they think that's the funniest thing. They're cracking up. Oh, my gosh, he's going back telling the family, can you believe what, oh, dad looks so stupid. You should go see him, you know. And, and, and then when the other, his other kids find out, what do they do? They bring a, 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 a blanket in. They walk backwards even so that they will not dishonor him or themselves to realize, was Noah right or wrong? He was wrong. Right? He shouldn't have allowed that to happen. But at the same time, his children were not, some of his children were not going to take advantage. And they were going to show honor even though it wasn't deserved. We have to find ways. We have to find ways to honor. James, or I mean, sorry, John chapter 7, verse 18 says this. It says, whoever speaks in their own does not gain personal glory, but he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is what? A man of truth. A woman of truth. That there's nothing false about them. So look, we've been kind of giving you little nuggets of wisdom, little 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 bits here, and I think that for today, for honor, here's kind of the, my wisdom I thought of today, is that the more I value something, the more I value from it. The more you value something, then the more that you get value from it. And so today, we have to figure out, you got relationships and in, in, in lives around you that they're waiting for you to add value. They're waiting for you to add that weight, to add the honor to the relationship. And the more that you do that, I truly think, the more you are going to be able to gain that value. So I, I want to ask, if you would, would you, would you pray with me today? Would you stand as we get ready to transition here.
How many of you would be honest enough to say, you know, as much as I try to honor people, I screw up sometimes? Would you, would you be bold enough? If you're online, would you be bold enough to say that? Listen, I don't know if it, I don't know if it makes you feel good or bad, but I'm, I am in this boat with you. We're going to have to work on this. This is one of those things that I, I, I don't know how we ever get to perfection. I doubt we ever do, but, boy, we got to work on this because this is one of the things that is going to help separate you and me from everyone around you and from the culture of dishonor that exists. Father, I just want to pray right now over your people. Father God, I, I pray right now that you are going to allow your sons and your daughters today Father God, to be able to show honor, to show respect, Father God. Lord, we realize that the honor that we are attempting to show is not going to be based off the, the, them earning it. Because, Lord, we know that we don't even deserve, Father God, what we get from you. But, Father, we're going to honor because you have called us to. Because you love your children. You love your sons and your daughters. You love us at the very best moments of our life. We're on the mountaintop and we are close to you and Lord you love us in the valley when we are going through the muck and Lord you just you you still say guess what you're still my son you're still my daughter you still have value so today Lord I pray over us Father God that we can take this opportunity this moment today that Lord we can allow this to sink into our hearts Father we thank you we give you the praise in Jesus name amen